0: Plants capture CO2. What if we could help industrial plants capture it too? Think how we could help lower emissions. More and more scientists think carbon capture is key to reducing CO2 emissions globally. It's one way ExxonMobil is helping industrial plants be more like plants. That's the unexpected energy of ExxonMobil.
1: Ahead on NFL Live, we'll revisit the Giants' decision to draft Daniel Jones. We'll talk about how that affected Dwayne Haskins and how he now seems determined to prove the G-man wrong. And it is the second time the charm when it comes to finding Tom Brady's successor. We'll look at Jared Siddham's future with the New England Patriots. And it's back. By popular demand, I might add our draft bracket. Mel and Todd tell us who will be crowned our draft winner as we look back at the weekend that was all straight ahead on NFL Live. And we've got a cast of thousands who are all here. <laughs> Wendy next, Mel and Todd are here. You're on their last leg. Remember the,
2: all of our names. <laughs> whole, I
1: don't know. Justina Anderson, Jeff Saturday, Dan Graziano, Damian Woody. Very good. I'm Wendy Next. Yeah, that's 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 the one that can be tricky. <laughs> all right, listen, uh as expected, Kyler Murray went number one overall to the Cardinals, becoming the first quarterback listed under six feet to be taken in the first round since the common draft era began in 1967. I mentioned it before, but the Giants' GM, Dave Gettleman, surprised some folks by taking Daniel Jones at six. He was coached by David Cutcliffe at Duke, who has strong ties to both Eli and Peyton Manning. As a result, then, Dwayne Haskins fell to the Redskins. That was at 15. He became the first Big Ten quarterback selected in the first round since Kerry Collins by the Panthers in 1995. And Denver was high on Drew They snagged the Missouri QB in the second round. The Broncos have now drafted six quarterbacks since John Elway became the GM, tied for the most in the NFL. And Arizona traded Josh Rosen to the Dolphins. This was after drafting Kyler Murray. He led the NFL with 19 turnovers last season. His rookie campaign, he finished last in the league in QBR. So there it is, Josh Rosen's past and future in Arizona, clear, quick and clear, I should say. And this is at Larry Fitzgerald's charity softball game, where Josh Rosen was given a standing ovation. This is right about the time the news came that he'd be leaving for Miami. And he tweeted this morning, feels like the first day of school all over again. Not surprising given the situation. Here's Rosen from his introductory press conference in Miami earlier today.
2: Went um, back to Arizona, working out, um, just trying to be the best player I can be. And... Um, business stuff happens, so ended up in Miami. Couldn't be more excited to be here and uh, hit, hopefully hitting the ground running. Josh, when they, when they told power one, surprised, disappointed, what, what were your emotions? Uh, I got a call a couple minutes before it happened, so um, I don't know, a bunch of different emotions. Uh, I think you could almost just say all of the above, but uh, um, I mean, it's just kind of another opportunity. Uh, very
3: rarely do you get a, a second chance to make a first impression,
4: does this place look haunted?
3: No, I don't think so.
4: What about those two creepy girls?
3: Come stay with us. That is truly frightening. You know what's really scary? Missing on a Geico's great service. With Geico, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents.
2: Uh, thank you, creepy girls.
3: Want to see
1: our room? Mm, we're going to sleep in the car now.
5: Happy geico Switch today for 24-7 access to licensed agents.
1: Day one busy for the New York Giants. They made three first-round picks, chief among them when they took Dukes' Daniel Jones, the quarterback, at number six. Many felt like that might have been a reach. They also got some defensive line help, taking Dexter Lawrence at 17, and then moving up, trading with Seattle to get corner DeAndre Baker at 30. Let's start with this. Dave Gettleman said when asked, hey, why Daniel Jones at six? You had some other opportunities. He said, I know for a fact there were two other teams that would have taken this quarterback before the Giants picked again at 17. Graz, uh, you follow this? Words have meaning, and
3: fact is a word. And, and he does not know for a fact. He cannot know for a fact because that would require you to believe in the fallacy of the predetermined outcome, as my old friend Michael Kay likes to say. But the other thing is, who are they? Like, I couldn't find it, right? Like, it, it, was, it wasn't Denver. Mm-hmm. It, it was not um, Washington. They had their guy. I was in Cincinnati. I don't think it was Cincinnati. I don't think it was Miami. I think he's just talking to try and justify his pick, which is seems crazy. You could just say, This is my guy. So you don't really we have believe to in him. him. We're all in exactly. on him. We picked We're him at six, so
4: right? out of Denver, and we know he's an extension of John Elway. That's just the truth. Uh, that Denver was not going to do that. So at least if you're thinking that it was Denver and Washington, and we don't think it's Washington because all the reporting out of there is that Daniel Snyder and everyone wanted uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins, particularly with the familiarity of Haskins going to the high school of uh, his son as well. Um, So I I don't think that that was the case. Now, there's a prevailing thought, If, if that's your guy, go up and get him and what have you. But it doesn't seem like anybody was competing at that spot to get them, but Kudos to Daniel Jones because he gets paid more. And the
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, taking <laughs> nothing away from him.
5: And you know, fact, the fact is, if you identify a franchise quarterback, and Dave Gettleman did with Daniel Jones, and he feels he can be the heir apparent to Eli Manning and win football games and maybe a Super Bowl, you can't wait till 17. You can't worry about what teams may or may not, because somebody can always trade ahead anyway no. and of 17 and get him before all those other teams pick to say they don't have an interest in him. So has everybody been polled? You can't take that worry and lose your guy. Is if you lose your guy? But was that's anyone the else culprit.
4: competing for him before 17? I don't think it matters. Jose.
1: you
5: just can't
2: lose
4: the guy. I can of worms,
1: though, by saying he right. knew for a f- I just leave it alone. It's well
2: documented. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Daniel Jones in terms of taking him this high. But philosophically, I agree with Mel. If you, if that's Understood. where, if you, if that's where you've evaluated him, and you think, hey, this is going to be the future. He's the New York Giants quarterback. Whether it's two years down the road or three years down the road, but he's our guy. We're going to ride with him. Then you have to take him at six. The problem is, A, the evaluation, I think, in my opinion. B, why are you even
6: trying to explain yourself? Exactly.
2: That's,
1: that's my problem. Like, yes, this, then it, you don't it, know so anybody. never explaining it, well, I mean, or, like,
0: it, and that's the And that's the issue right there. Like you said, quarterbacks, we all know, tend to rise up because of the importance of the position. So if that's your guy, then literally you go in front of the media and say, look. This I, is my guy. He's he's a a great job. Job. Yeah. Bottom line, we're, I'm going it to. It was my call. It's my call, and I'm my job is on think? my yeah. job is on the line with Daniel Jones because, yeah. frankly, it is. It
4: is. Okay, but it's not just about it being your guy. Part of being a general manager is managing the money, and when you talk about letting a guy like Landon Collins go. Well, you were probably off about a million to two million a year. When you think about the money difference between drafting at six and 17, that's the difference between keeping Landon Collins. So to me, that doesn't make any sense when you're going to try to convince the Giants fan base that Jabril Peppers is equitable to the guy that you just let go out of the door. But why, why am I I'm trying to? So to touched on
3: something the pretty important base. here, which is that, that Dave Gettleman. Has forfeited all the benefit of the doubt with right. the moves he's made over the past year, year and mm-hmm. a half, and you know the fans don't like that Odell Beckham was traded. The fans didn't like that Landon you Collins should. was let out. Olivier Vernon, you know, Olivier, <laughs> the So you're at a point now where, where he has been sort of, sort of taking the slings and arrows for you know a, a year, year and a half, and he's obviously a, a very defensive type of person. I mean, I, I don't think he, could, he probably will be offended by that, uh, which will prove the point. But.
4: Um, he's, <laughs>
3: You know, right. he feels like he has to justify it because he's been, he's been taking a lot of abuse. And when you saw some of the quotes that came out from him in other publications today, it does seem like that's getting hey, to him. Hey, it shouldn't. My, Just yeah. be the guy. I'm the GM. They hired me. Yeah, if, they if, if, hire if this you. guy flops, I will get fired, and then everybody can say a, what they want. Here's,
0: here's the one question. Here's the question I will ask you or Dave Gettleman. What is the plan? Well. right. Well, I don't plan know is, I, when I look at when I look at everything in this totality. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the plan is. What, what, what are the Giants doing
3: exactly? The plan is: last year's draft was loaded with quarterbacks. You take a running back. This year's draft was loaded with pass rushers. You take a quarterback. <laughs> quarterback. So he'll take a pass rusher next year, probably in a weak pass rusher class. When you're supposed to take like a wide receiver, really, he's a year behind. He, should, the he, shows, the,
6: he shows the weakness, though. The, 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 the problem when your general manager is up there saying that is it shows weakness to the team, right? It's. Well, we would have waited until 17 if two other people weren't going to jump in front of us. But to, to, to Mel's point, Todd's point, if he's your guy, if, he's, if you look at me and say he's a franchise quarterback, six is a bargain. What, what right. are we? We're talking about one, two, three. Six is a bargain. If he is a franchise quarterback, all you had to say is he's a franchise quarterback. We got to steal at six. I don't care what anybody else. So now you're projecting strength. Now you've you've kind of you've walked him in through the back door of yeah. If he was at seven, if two other people would rather scare we'd have waited this thing out until <laughs> seventeen and kind and, and, of managed and, it. I mean, the show. Come on, man. Like if he's a franchise quarterback, six is good. And, 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 and
5: guys, it wouldn't matter seventeen or or six. It didn't change in changing Todd McShay's opinion. Absolutely. Seven no, it doesn't, doesn't matter. No. And at 17-6, and it doesn't change in how good a quarterback Mel, is. How no. yes, about the economics? economics.
4: Money difference. difference. Well, well, the money Mel, difference. If, if you lose
0: your quarterback, if you lose no, him, but at 17-6, you was anyone, anyone else competing for him before <laughs> Mel, here's deal. And don't call it a fact. Because I, I live in the tri-state the area. Mm-hmm. You, all you've been hearing is just... Dave Gettleman getting blasted every single day. Mm -hmm. So now you got to come out and and you you know, oh, two teams were definitely going to get. Now you get into that whole situation where you start trying to defend it because that's the whole necessary. fan base because guess is, what? It's just – We all know no
5: team is going to tell you, yes, we would have taken right? Daniel. Right, right. right. The, we're never going to get that. Right. So you right. leave it alone. And it, it shouldn't even matter. I you drafted your quarterback. Bottom line is take your Daniel right. Jones yes. is successful, and and Dave Gettleman
4: going to be there also. You don't have to justify anything. what you're saying, if it were in a vacuum, completely true. Like if that's your guy, you should go get him and not worry. But the problem is, the context is, is that the team is 8-21. and for in the last two years, the problem is all this talent has gone out the door, and I'm afraid because I've got a lot of respect for Mr. Mayor, is that when this season is done, he's going to look back like you know that uh, meme that's on Twitter with Jazzy Jeff flying out the house and like, where did all my talent go? <laughs> mm. Because it really is going to come down to what really just happened. And like, what that's happened? already
3: happened. And, and yeah. This, yeah. one one quick word on the, the the pressure on the young man Daniel Jones. I mean, he's got to be the franchise quarterback of the New York Giants. Think about what that means. The last guy. Played 15 years, never missed a game, and won the Super Bowl twice. That's a lot to live still, up to. He's still, he's still playing. Don't, I mean,
0: well, he right. might play three, three more years. Three more years. Three, might,
4: might, that's and that's the other other Absolutely. and that is a problem. And that is a problem. If you draft a guy six, you can't then say to the fan base he might be coming in three years. If he's six, like Kyler and Dwayne Haskins, they're playing day one in September. Not three years behind Eli Manning, if that's even not laughable. Well, as, as long as
5: Eli's laughing. successful, if he's not, then obviously Daniel Jones—they're sure. going. Yeah. to yeah. Play. Yeah. Well, it depends on it. how Eli plays. And to the point about Eli, for all the Eli Super Bowl rings, people still don't have a lot of respect for the quarterback that Eli really is. They're debating whether he's a Hall yeah. of Famer. So to me, you're not going to please everybody, and right. it really doesn't matter who agrees or disagrees. It, matter. it matters what Daniel Jones is going to be two, three years down the road, and it also matters when you look at, okay, at 17, had he been gone, and somebody would have traded ahead of them. What is Dave Gettleman saying to the media then? Who's your quarterback going to be? You passed on Darnold and Allen last year. Now you pass
3: on Haskins. You'll lose Jones. What are you doing? I well, mean, so would have liked
4: Drew Locke. Drew
3: Locke but, uh, was there. He yeah. went at pick 42. But he didn't is like Drew Daniel Lock. Jones 36 yeah. picks better than Drew Locke. I mean, he liked Daniel Jones 36 picks better oh, than Drew Locke. I, Listen, Josh he, Rosen uh, went I, at 62. I, I don't see it, I guess. But, but again, if that's your guy, take it. I, I yeah, agree with agree. that. Like, yeah. Yeah.
6: If he's your it, guy, you've got to
5: get him no matter what. It's just the
1: presentation of it. Just own it, move on. Others' opinions about
5: these quarterbacks mean nothing. It doesn't matter. But he loves Daniel Jones. He feels Drew Locke's not in his league. He feels Hastings isn't in his league. And that's his opinion. And he's going to live with it. Good. This we'll is see.
4: disrespect to Jan- Daniel Jones. He'll come in there and prove everybody no, what type of football no. player he is. We're just talking about the economics between the pick Correct. and if there would have been competition prior to seventeen. Yeah, we're
6: pulling for all of them. I mean, yeah, from players, even I'm pulling for them. Let them win. all get all right, to let's, play. Let's, play let's good. talk you know, about that.
2: Everybody
6: thinks Daniel right, Jones we is a
1: reject. <laughs> you for him. Oh yeah. Listen, let's move on <of> to a topic no one can disagree on. Kidding. The Patriots. Here we go. All right. New England had 10 total draft picks, including an NFL high five, over the first two days. Their top pick, wideout Nikhil Harry. The first time the Patriots drafted a wide receiver since Terry Glenn in 1996. Mm, Crazy. The Pats solidified some needs uh, defensively. Uh, They got an O-lineman before drafting Auburn quarterback Jared Stidham. In the fourth round, and we should talk about other things, but we're not going to, so I'm just going to ask it straight up. Uh, We'll set him, we'll set him, can he be the successor, uh, Damian, to Tom Brady?
0: It's possible. I mean, you look at, you know, what the Patriots have done with past quarterback Jacoby Brissett. They were able to draft, develop him, and obviously trade him to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, He'll be in, in an ideal situation with that structure to have an opportunity. The question is, we don't know when Tom Brady is going to be done. That's right. Okay, because Tom Brady is is still (laughs) playing, you know, at a pretty high level. Yes, we don't know how long this is going to go. So, and and the way they played, you watched them kind of
6: remake themselves again last year. Towards the end of the year, they're playing ground and pound, hitting you in the mouth, football. They're controlling the clock, running the ball, using a ton of different running backs. That's going to extend Brady even longer. So to say, hey, when is he going to be out? I will say this. Josh McDaniels, Belichick, whoever you want to give credit to, they do do a great job developing players. Quarterbacks are no different. They develop guys, so he'll be developed. You don't know what he's going to ultimately be. Could he be? Maybe, but it could be in five years, and he may be on somebody else's team by then. Ger- I mean,
2: Jared Stidham is a smart kid. He's a smart guy. He's been through two systems: Baylor, Auburn, neither of which are pro. Style it translates right. to pro. You know, the, the pro game, but he can pick things up. And he's—we're going to learn a lot about him because he's been through a lot in his life. He's overcome a lot in his life, and to this point. You look at just his character. He's the guy who's going to go in, he's going to shut his mouth, and he's going to work his tail off. We're going to find out
6: perfect patriot.
2: Which
1: is exactly what I can guarantee can he, you they knew that. There's no process. To this. Yep.
2: Yeah. this. Because Tom's going to, you know, he's going to basically be an assistant coach. He's going to yeah. he's going to be doing his homework for him every night. But, you know, so this is going to be the best possible place, I think, for Jarrett Siddham specifically because he needs this. He needs to learn from a guy like Brady and learn how to, to be a pro and all the little yeah. things that go into it. Yeah. But, you
4: know, the issue is not so much when do we think Tom Brady's going to be done because we don't know. Maybe it is two, three, four years, but the issue is what if Tom Brady gets hurt? because that's the part that you can't control. So I was a little bit surprised to hear how definitive, just through sources that the Patriots were, are not even trying for a quarterback like uh, Josh Rosen, just because with the talent that they're accumulating, you're talking about a wide receiver the first time in the first round and all these things, you never want to be in a situation where your uh, likelihood of success falls off so much, kind of like the Redskins last year when they were 6-3 and three and Alex Smith got hurt just because you don't have the appropriate depth that's really ready to step in there for a team that has that type of expectations every year. Well, they,
3: I mean, they've had Brian Hoyer in there the last couple Years and I think they'll, they'll probably cover themselves with a veteran backup. I would think if it's not Hoyer, uh, somebody, but I mean, you talk about uh, the successor to Tom Brady, but we were just talking about the pressure on the potential successor for Eli Manning. Imagine. Right. The pressure on the successor to Tom next Brady. Guy? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Brady's only signed for one more year. So l- let's watch this offseason. He'll surely get a contract extension. They won't want him to go on as a lame duck. So what's the structure and the length on that contract? We might be able to get a clue or two from that in terms of how long Brady expects to play, how long the Patriots expect him to play. It's entirely possible Tom Brady's successor is still in high school. Because, I mean, this guy, is, he's talking about, seriously, he's talking about playing until he's 45. I mean, it used to be funny. Be now it is him. plausible.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's probable, but, it, but it's plausible.
5: So. Jared, so a fourth-round pick. We talked about Rosen being a right. second-round pick. What have you lost? If they see internally he's not the guy, then they can cut that cord and right. move on. If he is and they can fix him, he was a number two dual-threat quarterback in the nation behind Kyler Murray when he came out of high school. Mm-hmm. This kid's got talent. They just have to fix what we saw at Auburn. All those games where inconsistency reigns supreme. But he's got a big-time arm, and he will work. So Jarrett Stidham could be, but if he's not, it's a fourth-round pick. They didn't ever. get a tight Once end. Again.
2: But they, they got a big wide receiver in Nikhil Harry yeah. from, from Arizona State. They got a couple good defensive players early in Chase Winovich, the, the edge rusher. Yeah. Uh, Joe Juan Williams, the cornerback from Vanderbilt. And then they got, it to your point, Damian Harris. Now as an extra running back coming out of Alabama Mm -hmm. who's used to being in a rotation, who's a pound it guy between the tackles, I think they're going to continue to trend that way in terms of their offensive system to keep him healthy and also – Listen, he's not playing at the exact level that he was playing at five years ago. Sure. So let's let's start mixing it up and, and being a little bit more balanced. You, say, you made a point that the Patriots are vulnerable. I'm, of course, you're going to bring that up because we're going to talk about we're you saying the Raiders the, the, are going to win the rest. Uh, we're talking talk, Patriots. I think they have a little bit of vulnerability. <laughs> how do you, how like could you not be out vulnerable out if <laughs> you're if you're a, the dynasty, arguably <laughs> the best organization in the history of the NFL in terms of the run that's that's gone on, and your quarterback is is now 42, okay. mm-hmm. showed some signs of age last mm-hmm. year, and you lose Gronkowski at tight end, the best tight end. I would argue, that's ever played the game. And then you've lost uh, your best defensive player in Trey Flowers, too. So how are you not... Vulnerable to a certain degree. And vulnerable means I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. It doesn't mean they're not going to be a right, really good right, team. Right,
6: okay. yeah. Yeah, what's your, I, will about, I will say this yeah. about... I will say this about... I'm getting pulled over tonight. Yeah. If you, think about, you think about the way Bill runs his organization, right? Everybody's going spread. He's going two tight ends of fullback. I mean, the guy... One and checkers, step ahead. I'm just telling you, he he has already thought through the process. And I, I get it. His draft was fantastic. Again, um they just they find they find tough-minded physical football players that are going to fit the spots. And, and to your point, they're going to keep their mouth closed yep. and they're going to do their job. They're going to do it the Patriot way. That's why they win games. It's like so they'll Big all, Ben and they Parliament, it. They're
1: going to they be just close. Keep doing it. They just keep <laughs> doing it. Huh? It's unbelievable. It's
6: unbelievable. Look at Tom Brady.
0: Big attention. Ben. Bye. Be careful, Todd. Be careful. Listen. Yeah. Thanks and guys. in New England, <laughs> they won the part of
1: we talked about the pass rushing depth of this class earlier. It was headlined by the Niners taking Nick Bosa. He was the first Ohio State player taken in the top two since Hall of Famer Orlando Pace. Then there was Jets. They took Bama's Quinn and Williams at three. He produced an FBS high 52 pressures last season when lined up as a defensive tackle. John Gruden and the Raiders made a somewhat surprising move. They took defensive end out of Clemson, Cleveland Furl at four. Mel Kuyper had him as his 37th pick. In his final mock draft, and right after that, it was LSU linebacker Devin White. The first time Tampa has drafted a linebacker in the first round since Hall of Famer Derek Brooks in 95. And though Jacksonville has a stout defensive core already, it didn't hesitate to take Kentucky's Josh Allen at 7. He finished second in the FBS with 17 sacks last season. As we say hello from the film room brought to you... By Verizon, we got our uh, athletes in space here. You know, yeah, you, yeah, know. Oh, you know, oh, yeah, Well, yeah. that got a reaction. You know yeah. what time it okay, is? Okay, all right. We, <laughs> yes, we do. Almost <laughs> three o'clock. As a matter of fact. Anyway, anywho, uh, let's talk about this class, in particular the edge rushers. I'm just going to ask you like this, both of you, Damian. Starting with you, the one you'd like to face the least as an O lineman.
0: I'm going to go with the Patriots third round pick, uh, Chad. Uh, Chase, Chase Chase. Winovich, yeah, out of of everybody, out of it, yeah. Listen, I love, I love his effort. He's Mm. an underrated athlete, and he was more productive than the guy who played opposite him, and Rashawn Gary, who went 12 overall. I think the Patriots got, to me, a real steal. And Chase Winovich at, at defensive end. Yeah, and Fifth there were some, yeah, oh, yeah. some
1: questions about that with Gary, like his athletic ability Correct. and why it didn't match the results all the time. Jeff, what about you?
6: I'm going Josh Allen. I mean, we, we talked about he gets picked up seventh, 17 sacks this past year. But you're talking about a guy who's 6'5". He is a lengthy player. He can reach it. But think about Ngakwe, Calais Campbell. Think about Telvin Smith, Miles Jack, the backers. You got Ramsey and Bouye on the backside. I mean, this defense is stacked and loaded. Right. This guy will be able to put his hand in the dirt, singly focused, go rush the the past you watched his game develop over the last couple of years. I mean, he's hitting it prime in Jacksonville. This kid can really set the world on fire. Yep.
1: All right, D, I know none of these guys would give you trouble. I, I know that, but let's just say it.
0: You know, <laughs> okay, uh,
1: if there was a an interior interior guy that might be challenging, whom would it be?
0: I like Ed Oliver. I think that's a great fit in Buffalo. They buff their defense, they don't blitz a lot, they rely on the athleticism of their defensive line, and there's I don't know if there's a better athlete at any position than Ed Oliver is at defensive tackle. He was, he was misused at at uh, University of Houston, lining up at a nose guard. Now he'll be at the three technique, outside shoulder to guard. And he'll just—it's all about get off. Oh, get off. He, he's going to be a terror. He's with a lot of. He's, he's one that would keep you up at night. That's right. When
6: you know you're going to play for sure. You got one. I'm going Quentin Williams here. Third, third overall pick. And, and when when one of your teammates in college calls you use slippery like a bar of soap, yeah. that scares every yeah. offensive lineman, <laughs> right? No, no, I no, mean, no, you, no listen, not on my watch. He plays with great leverage. He's got nice pop and transition in his play. He does a nice job finishing at the quarterback. But this guy can absolutely play. Think about him with Greg Williams, who loves to. Blitz loves to overload you. They can get in that bare front wide technique where he can be in that three technique when you know he's going to get singled up. He won't be able to get doubled because of the defenses Greg Williams can run. Listen, this, this kid is set up for the future as well in that system there with the Jets.
1: We knew it, we knew there was depth, but 15 front seven players drafted in the first round. We them I mean, dudes, oh yeah, dudes, bunch of dudes, yeah. bunch of dudes, and it was one dude after another. I mean, early and A lot often. Of them. All right.
6: By time, by time they start paying them fellas. Yeah, here I know we about go. Quarterbacks all the time. That's all we talk about. It ain't the real ball. Jeff, you know what the game is. One. We know yeah. it.
1: Yeah. In the trenches, my friend. What an offseason for the Browns, who promoted Freddie Kitchens to head coach in January, largely due to his development of Baker Mayfield, who shined after he took over in his latter part of his rookie campaign. Cleveland made much more noise in March when they picked up, picked up is the word, Odell Beckham Jr. and Olivier Vernon in a trade with the Giants. Beckham's 44 touchdown catches, the third most in the league since 2014. Then GM John Dorsey still busy signing defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson to a three-year deal that's worth 21 and a half million in total guarantees. And Cleveland's first draft pick came in the second round when it took corner Greedy Williams, who allowed an FBS low 34 percent completion rate in 2018 when he was the targeted defender. Williams had this to say on a conference call with local reporters: "I know one thing: the Browns are going to the Super Bowl this year." That's wow. a
4: fact. I
1: gotta mm, tell you, there's really something again? about these facts, like coming cold. That's right, coming in cold. sure Freddie, love that. Again, massive yeah. yeah, right? this year with facts, but I'm, the confidence, I guess, is a good thing. Are the Browns headed to the Super Bowl?
0: I mean, are the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC North? I believe. I believe. That's I, I don't know about any of y'all. I'm not writing off the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last time I mm-hmm. checked, Mike, Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing record in his whole tenure there. So, so all this, no, all this talk. Out of Cleveland, and all these, you know, Vegas and everybody else talking about the talking up the Cleveland Browns, and you're just disrespecting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who's I'm not. I'm not Conor. willing. I'm not going there. I, I'm not going. I'm Who's not. I'm not buying into Conor? all the hype right now.
4: Who's backing up Connor since Le'Veon Bell is gone? So mm-hmm. what happens if Connor's? I'm just talking about that Smash Mouth AFC dress, North football. Penny do, do we? Okay, so, but so do we believe in that running back? That because it's not what it was if that's what they usually base it off on. I believe on.
0: in that Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can tell you that. I okay. believe in Ben Roethlisberger, who had a, what, career year last year? You saw it's what happened when Connors yeah. got yeah. down. Mm-hmm. down you, want, you want to speak on that? I'm just saying you okay. saw
4: what happened when Connors got hurt <laughs> in the middle of the season <laughs> and they didn't have someone really behind him. They lost a couple of Well, games. we found let's let's out just say.
5: with Jalen Ramsey. You don't want to be talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just going to circle back to that. Do we
4: really need – is that really the way to
5: – Grady Williams has more to worry about than whether Browns are going to be in the Super Bowl. tackling? Fix your – what you're
4: they don't pay him to tackle,
6: man. They don't I pay him to the tackle. tackle. They pay him to cover. They don't get lit. Here's the thing, Freddie. Can you have a? You are loaded with talent. Dorsey's done a great job bringing everybody in. Can we play as a team? That's the part they all pick. need to focus on. It's not just about do we have talent in positions. They are absolutely loaded. They are. I mean, they, they have everything they need to have. Can you group them all together and put them together for 16 weeks, understanding the discipline of the game, what it looks like week in, week out, Peaks, Valleys, the whole deal. It's a different It's a different animal. I, he's fired up, he's excited, he said something, but I'm with you. You start saying those kind of things. Not yet. We haven't even done no TA, hey, man. Hey, and hey, we're hey, all hey, talking hey, about the hey, Super Bowl. And hey, well, you know We're out of sorts. Here's
0: the thing, Jeff, you would know this. <laughs> It's one thing when you're hunted when you're hunting oh, people. Oh, for sure. But see, all this noise from you, yes. probably a lot of you people out here. Oh, wow. the, oh on my. are yeah, on, Cle- on, 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 on the Cleveland? Yeah, you're on the, the Cleveland Browns, all these other teams that's on the Cleveland Browns schedule, they're like, okay. So okay, you you so now you're the hunted. Yeah. And it's all, a it's to- a totally different Position to you be what able you're to saying on. is Cleveland ain't played many 8 p.m. games. They play no. a lot of 1 o'clock <laughs> games. <laughs> four, exactly. they,
6: schedule's they got four, four to Exactly. So start changing, but not because of the record, because of the name <laughs> of what Correct. we Did we, did we that. break you're 500 right. last year? No. They, okay, I'm just making sure. So we're still losing
3: to this guy. got four primetime games. It's a
6: different animal. Yeah. I
3: don't and The names on the back of those jerseys are impressive. But as Freddie Kitchens himself has said publicly, how many playoff games have they won? Odell Beckham's a great player. I love watching him play. He would, he would agree. He hasn't done a lot of winning in his career, okay. right? First of all, Olivier Vernon, Jarvis Landry. I mean, these yeah. are not guys that have been to the playoffs very much, so they have to learn how to win, and that's a that's a big part of it. I,
4: some things. I are had just the Odell
3: Beckham record. Yeah, nobody got stats. Damian's got
1: stats. Just, okay. Good, job. Good job. Twenty-five and thirty-four. Yeah. Okay, Odell, you know, Listen,
4: so some things are just obvious. Just like it was pretty obvious Kyler was going to Arizona. When you look at the talent that is on this team, it is going to be a hard thing to sell that they are not going to do beyond and better than what they did last year. Now, if we're talking about competition in the AFC North, well, yeah. I would have pointed first to the Ravens before I would be pointing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hmm, I'm with you, Joseph. Uh, before I would say, hey, oh, I'm worried about, <laughs> <laughs> about. it. To me, it's the Ravens that will be pushing them more so than go. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? That's, that's, a, a, whole other, that's I'm, a whole other That's here. a whole other discussion. We're
6: talking Super Bowls when we haven't even been above 500. And before that, we won two games in in and, two years, and, uh, by the way, we got a long way to you go. You
1: haven't played it down in the National Football yeah, League. Maybe just hold your right. fire. Yeah. You know, now Vegas does have them as down. the
5: favorite to win the AFC North. So well, Vegas, already, sure Vegas already
6: put the they, target they, on they the ground. Hey, let's go ahead and put our
3: house. in
5: the it. It. Yeah. It.
1: Yeah. It? Oh, no, it? You playing it? Go get it.
5: I don't like drama. Don't create drama when you're a second round pick. Oh,
1: that's true.
5: That's
1: that's not true. that's distracting. They're all careers creating drama. Yeah. All right. it's a Cardinals as we try to figure out who won this draft, Mel. All right,
5: I'm going to go, this is close, but I like the Colts draft over the Cardinals slightly. I think the Colts? Yeah, you go, ahead. yeah, yeah go, go ahead. Go ahead. I like. what you got. Team. Yep. Here.
1: Look at you!
4: Wow.
0: Ah, magic!
5: Proud, uh, Mel. The Colts get the edge over the Cardinals.
4: Well, the only reason why I like the Cardinals here is because Kyla Murray is just the far and away just clear choice for this team in terms of fit and the amount of buzz that they're going to generate for a team that was 3-13 and last year. From a marketing standpoint, I mean, the excitement. We're going to be actually out there covering the Cardinals for OTAs, probably. And then the fact that they addressed the receiving. They were 31st in receiving last year. Now they get Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler, and also Keyshawn Johnson. But I do agree some points taken away by the fact that they didn't address the offensive line as much as you would have liked to. All
1: right, fair enough. So, that's this, these two teams by the way are going to battle it out. They already did for the draft with King, Draft King. Okay, never mind. Patriots <laughs> Redskins.
2: I'm going to go with the Patriots <laughs> here. Struggle
1: with this one all day.
2: Listen, Bill Belichick mm. started with 12 yeah. picks, I agree. moved around as he always does, finished with 10 picks. Maciel Harry comes in and he's he he provides a big weapon on the outside, a vertical weapon, yep. a guy who can go make plays, 50-50 balls, and and really will block for you too as they start to try to run the football more. They get Damien Harris at the running back position. They also bring in a quarterback and take a shot. Derek Stidham may be the guy. Maybe he's not the guy, but it's worth the fourth-round pick. We never thought Jared Stidham out of Auburn would be there at round four.
1: What's interesting here is that without Stidham, it's a good draft. If he happens to hit, no. if he happens to be a solid starting quarterback,
4: it's a phenomenal draft. Yeah. But you have to exactly. give props to Daniel Snyder and the Washington Redskins. You do. First of all, yeah, it of is course. luck that Dwayne Haskins you know, fell to them just simply because of what happened. It's at good State intel, the though, too. Yes, absolutely. You know, if, especially if you knew or had some inside knowledge about that. But the fact that they were able to answer their quarterback question, when you think about what happened, happened last year with Alex Smith and her going from there to Colt McCoy, then from there to Josh Johnson. Now you answered in the draft, and then you come back and get Montez, White, who I know both of you really, really love in terms of his athletic ability, some of the health questions, but he is a great steal for that pick given mm-hmm. some of the questions that were surrounding him. He
1: knew it was an absolute fact Yeah, that nobody was going to draft. Literally a ask. fact. It was, a, <laughs> it was literally a fact. Yeah. That- It was a busy day in South Florida, at least for one young quarterback, Josh Rosen, who was traded from the Cardinals to the Dolphins, formally introduced at the team facility today, met the media, and caught up with us.
6: Thanks, Wendy. Josh Rosen left a good first impression in his uh, appearance out here in Miami. He was confident, not shying away from questions, and ultimately, he looked like a guy ready to prove everybody that counted him out wrong. Adversity is a very important word for Josh Rosen because he admitted he hasn't had a lot of it throughout his life. But he gets his first big dose of it this year after a team gave up on him after drafting him a year ago. The Dolphins got him on pennies on a dollar, and they're hoping they can hit a home run swing with him. He knows he's going to have to earn everything he's given. Brian Flores said there is no starters. Josh Rosen's treating it as a one-year tryout. He's going to have to beat out Ryan Fitzpatrick, put the emotions aside about what happened to Arizona, and treat this fresh start. As the second time he's getting drafted.
1: Karen, you're right. It is no question. A fresh start, timed after the limelight, brought to you by Corona Extra. The Raiders made three first round picks for the first time since '88. Pass rush was a need, we knew that, but they were surprised. A lot of us were when they took Cleveland Furl with the fourth overall pick. With their picks from the Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper trades, they took Bama running back Josh Jacobs. And Mississippi State safety, Jonathan Abram. Mel, you've been clear on this. You like the Raiders and what they did in this draft. Tell me why. Well, Ferrell was
5: a reach, and and there's no doubt about it. Trading down, maybe John didn't get a call and he didn't want to move out of there. One thing Ferrell has, and John preached this to us for years, length with defensive linemen and linebackers. He thinks they can be very disruptive with the length if Ferrell plays hard, aggressive kid, complete player. Can he be an elite pass rusher? Maybe not. But I think when you look at what they did with with Jacobs and Abram and the other picks, Max Crosby, Isaiah Johnson, and others, solid draft overall for Mike Mayock, the new GM. And I think this could catapult the Oakland Raiders into some interesting territory, Wendy. Go ahead and say it. You can tell him what I said. What's the interesting territory? You for, He forced my hand on this. Oh, oh. You know, oh like McShake wow. can always okay. do. But I really believe they can. I remember, they, you
1: win the division. I believe they can. Okay. So now, we'll
5: just be, put
4: it, it out it there. May They'll be,
1: say they could win the division. <laughs> now, everybody would say it's a
5: year premature because they have two ones and two twos in the 2020 draft next year. Mm-hmm. So they're well set to add personnel to this roster next year. But they have 30 new players coming in, 20 free agents, 10 draft choices, a lot of influx of talent. Derek Carr was an MVP candidate not long ago. The talent's going to be a lot better. I think the attitude is phenomenal out there. I think they're buying in. And I will say to John Gruden and Mike Mayock and his football team, they're ready to surprise
3: a you lot know, of people and win 10 football games. On the attitude point, that was a big factor. When you talked to Mike Mayock leading up to this draft, uh, he said looking for you know high talent, high character guys. And a lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. But... One of the reasons they liked Cleveland Furrow was they felt like he could be a leader type who had mm-hmm. the right kind of stuff inside of him. The Raiders are going to have a difficult year because it's their last year in Oakland. They're moving to Vegas. A lot of upheaval that a lot of other teams aren't going to be going through. They wanted guys who can manage it. They brought in their three first-round picks on Friday, and I was out there, got to meet the three of them, got to talk to them. Very, all three, very impressive, yeah, self-confident. You know, You can see what they liked about these guys. So is it going to work? Who knows? Ultimately, who knows? I, but they had a vision for the kind of person they wanted to bring in and they identified three of them and, and they came out of that first round with them.
4: I just think that's a year early. I mean, I definitely understand the accumulation of picks and the fact that they are better today than they were yesterday and all of the enthusiasm behind John Gruden, but I just can't deny what the Chargers have already built with Anthony Lynn and on mm-hmm. defense, where they are. It was Phillip Rivers. They're already in their groove, so even though you have that accumulation of talent, it's still going to take some time to assimilate them into that culture, learn the system or what have you, but totally better the we, and, then it yeah. and
2: we best. all banged on the, the Cleveland Farrell pick, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. He Most other teams had him in the 20s, somewhere in that range. But at the end of the day, take a look at their roster now. I mean, they've, they've gotten a lot better. I know yeah. they lost Khalil Mack on, on the defensive side, but they've got Farrell now, who comes in. they got John Abr- Abram at uh, at the safety position, who's a difference maker. They brought in a couple cornerbacks. they've Gary and Conley, obviously, from last year. Uh, Daryl Worley. They've They've brought in some talent, and they should be a lot better on the defensive side after last year
3: finishing dead last in scoring defense.
4: They also lost Bruce Irvin and, and Marshawn Lynch as well.
3: They have a couple of young guys that they were rookies last year that they expect to take a leap in right. year two uh, on the defensive line. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think they'll be better on defense. So they should be able to run the ball. They add the tackle. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. The Chargers are my favorite in that division at, at this yeah. stage. Wow. The Chiefs are, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see what's going on with the Chiefs, but. Uh, She's I think the Chargers established themselves as one of the elite teams in the league last year. I know you do too. Yeah, I, I'm. I've. You know, I was high
0: on the Chargers last year. I'm high on, high on, like high on them again this year because, quite frankly, they play road, they play road games 16, sixteen times a year. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just being honest. Mm-hmm. And we just saw the difference last year with. The Los Angeles Chargers going on the road, getting the win against, you know, Pittsburgh, going on the road late in the year in Kansas City and getting the win. Those are things that we haven't seen from the Chargers, you know, for, you know, for years up until last year. So I think that attitude is, is changing. And if they wouldn't have had some
4: linebackers hurt towards the end of the year, they would have been able to win that game potentially against the uh, the Ravens. So, they're, they, I mean, they are right there. And, t- and especially they're going to have that incentive of the way that they lost so early, having to travel cross-country in the mm-hmm. postseason. I think that they're even more stocked to take another step in the postseason. So this nobody's
6: year. buying what you said, Mel. Everybody.
1: <laughs> so, Everybody. It, everybody. <laughs> as, as, as some, so as, you're As, so chargers, as you know, who's, I
6: mean, <laughs> not a
5: part of this Raider organization, <laughs> cause, <laughs> cause, <laughs> cause, hey, how do you feel, a part what? of a <laughs> Congratulations
1: on a <laughs> great draft, Mel. <laughs> yeah, Let me tell you why. Can I tell you why? Right. Here.
5: Because they kicked them when they were down, year. Everybody kicked them when they were down. I love an underdog, and Gruden and Mayock. You're not friends. down.
1: We're not kicking you when you're down.
5: No, yeah, you were kicking we're just everybody. Kicking now. I oh, 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 guess oh, what talking about the Chargers? Everybody's by waxing poetic about the Chargers? How great they are. They got. They're still soft in the belly of that defense. And Jerry Tillery better be a big time stud rookie coming in. And Tyrell Williams is not a Charger. He's a Raider now. Be oh, we're, we're going to do a the new team. show, The Airing of Richard. Grievances, oh. featuring oh, Mel, Mel Kuyper Jr.
1: Mel knew where everybody
6: came. was going. Mel yeah. was ready. He, he was, was, ready. was teed up. All All right. was he was really turned, up. It, turned on it. I see you, Mel. Here we go. See this,
1: Mel. We're going to talk about the Broncos, okay?
6: <laughs> um. uh, because
1: addressing quarterback issues has been a theme around John Elway's tenure. I don't Look at the list. You don't need me to tell you. With the selection of Drew Locke, the Broncos have now drafted six quarterbacks since 2011, mm. tied Ooh. the most in the league. Two never started a game with the team. The other three combined for 19 wow. and 20 starters. Wow! Ugh, Look
2: at that that's list. Ugly.
4: Look at that. That's list. Ironically, the, did guy, we, the quarterback, did, we, did he get it right?
2: The quarterback we'll has been there. exceptional drafting defensive players during his tenure and has yeah. struggled with quarterbacks. I, I loved what they did, and philosophically, here's what they here was the thinking. They're sitting at 10, and they actually, they like Locke to the point where at some point they may have considered taking him. But they knew coming into the draft, they had made a decision. Listen, we're going to give Flacco a shot. He doesn't have a big contract. It's a, you know, it's a contract that is team beneficial. They can cut ways with him at any point in time. But let's give him a year, and let's not bring in a first-round quarterback. Certainly not at 10. Then they move back into this uh, to 20 from 10. Pick up Noah, fan a tight end who Joe Flacco loves the tight end. He had eight tight ends drafted during his tenure at Baltimore, so they got him his guy. Then they move up. Then they have pick forty one and they take an offensive lineman to help Flacco, but they had a deal done to move up to forty two to take Drew Lock. And it's not a coincidence that they took Locke after Reisner. They're just trying to sell the message: Hey, Flacco's our guy. If something goes wrong, don't think we're, we're throwing Lock in. But on the backside, we're going to start developing this guy. So I. They've had trouble with quarterback over the years, obviously,
3: <laughs> but I love the way they, they approached this draft, and they also got a third-round pick next year from the move back from 10 to 20. I had a longtime evaluator of quarterbacks tell me before the draft that Locke and Daniel Jones were better positioned if they had to sit the first year because of how much college football they played, that, that, that Murray and Haskins have to play right away because that's where they the are in their experience. development, yep. but that Locke and, uh, and uh, Daniel Jones can sit behind the veteran and learn. The question is, of course, as we said with the Giants, do they win enough to keep people from saying, "Hey, we need, to look at the, yeah. we need to look at the young guy," and that's going to be an issue there in Denver in a very tough division. We just talked about three contenders, and we didn't even mention them, so yeah, we'll see I how. See it a goes. trend developing. What's people just don't it? like number seventeen. Rivers, with that
5: release is he going to be any good coming out? Of N.C. State, everybody he had doubters. <laughs> uh, and Josh Allen, everybody was hating on last year. Everybody's hating oh, on, everybody's hating on back Daniel back Jones. What's <laughs> up
4: with <that? laughs> number seventeen? Is all
1: really, rap. The, yeah. now is we, we, have, we have dissected this draft to the point that we're like, yeah, don't be a 12th pick. <laughs> you know what happens there. You hey, might listen, be right the
4: Broncos play the Raiders Monday Night Football, so they've also got to figure out that situation with Chris Harris because you don't want Antonio Brown running free without someone covering him there, too. So there you go for the Broncos Correct. as well. All right, uh, there
1: was other news outside the draft. And over the weekend, the Johnson County District Attorney reopened the criminal case against Tyree Kill. This was after a local TV station obtained a recording of Hill and his fiancee apparently discussing physical abuse of their three-year-old son. He has been suspended from all Chiefs' team activities for the present time. Dan, where do we stand vis-a-vis the league?
3: Well the league with the legal case reopened, the league is taking another step back because its policy is to wait till the legal case is settled. So now that it's reopened, they have to wait. You say suspended, he's not technically suspended, and that's a big issue. The Chiefs have sort of just told him to stay away from the facility they can't legally do that under the CBA without suspending him. So, what I would expect to happen based on conversations I had over the weekend is for the league to use the commissioner's exempt list here, which they don't usually apply in the off-season, but I think they're thinking about making an exception in this case because that would sort of legislate what's already in place of like, hey, maybe it's best if you just stay away for a while while everybody figures out exactly what happened here and what needs to be done about it. Still 4 months, 4 months plus till they play any games. So he's being suspended without pay, commissioner's exemplist, but they don't get paid in the offseason anyway. Anyways, right? So it, it really is just a way for the league to buy time.
1: So we started with eight teams. Those are the teams that had the highest grades from Mel Kuyper in this draft. We are down to two gentlemen, the Colts and the Patriots. Mel Kiper, who won this draft?
5: Well, the Colts don't have to worry about Jared Stidham because they have Andrew Luck. Patriots will see what Jared Stidham is three, four years down the road. That could maybe change things. But I like think the Indianapolis Colts, seven of their first eight picks. Defense, they got the receiver Paris Campbell. They got pass rusher, linebacker Okereke, and a lot of DBs. Uh, Chris Ballard, two years in a row, has nailed it. He understands the draft process. He picked up a second next year, so he's already fortified there. I think this propels the Colts. You want another bold prediction? If you want to call this bold, uh, based 0-4. on my Oakland Raiders Go, don't pick, this is, this is a this? bold okay. after that. Right. No. Uh, the Colts represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Not the Raiders. That is bold.
1: That, that's, that's relatively Dan, bold. That's bold. <laughs> Listen, that's you're a, you're that. a, you know on They You know <laughs> they they do. they they're shooting off fireworks and celebrating. They won the draft. I mean, that's the goal, right? Win the
2: draft? That's it. I agree with you. This is a good way to end this, the, the wow. year with you. Man. I, agree. Oh. I think oh, they, they had the best of I'm
6: oh. oh, man. Man, brothers, do, they, hug. Brothers. Yeah. Brothers hug. Oh they really hug. Yeah. Yeah, with the touch He's screen. like, look how uncomfortable Bill. is. All right, listen. <laughs> <Get to laughs>
1: with he with get you it. it. <laughs> it. it. Yeah. 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 The Colts yeah. did well. Yeah. Yeah. The Patriots got dirt get you. Neither of those teams. The future is bright. At least the foreseeable future is bright, just like it is for all of you fine people.